The Weezer Bracket is brought to you by Hollyweed. Um, so there's been a bunch of teasers for this, and I just thought that uh, Kevin Smith was going to open up a weed store, uh, just be his natural end, that he was just going to run a fucking weed store. No, we knew he was filming something, because remember, like... I he, thought he was going to open a store and, like, make another fucking comic well, book men, like, docuseries. The, here's the thing. Do you remember? He, like, filmed something two years ago because they shut down my street to film on it, but it's clear from this pilot that he's filmed this recently because he's lost a ton of weight recently and it looks like the new skinnier Kevin Smith. Quote, unquote. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, it's a show where, uh, God, if you want some content where Kevin Smith talks about weed, wow, finally your ship has come the fuck in. Finally he can talk about weed. You know, it's really funny. Last week you got on my ass for talking about Kevin Smith again and here we are doing our promo for our sponsor for him. Yeah, but I mean, we agreed about these ahead of time and it's like there is nothing better to do than talk about this garbage hey fans let me ask you tell you a little about a little bet nick and i made <laughs> bet nick said that he could make up nfl professional field goal yes correct 30 yards correct yes and i said he couldn't so we made up a, we made a bet that if he tried for the field goal and missed he got five attempts he had to watch every Kevin Smith movie in a row. And if I got one, you'd have to watch it. Yeah, I would have to watch him. Like, this is like torture for us. You have to understand. Yeah, it's really bad. And you have to understand, we've already seen all these movies. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this was horrible. Anyhow, Nick backed out. No, no. We basically stopped because everyone could, everybody that we knew, like no two people could agree on where the ball would be spotted. He says this every time. This is his excuse. Yeah. No two people would agree where it was put. And some was like 17, some was 22, some is this, you know, it's just like, it got too much of a hassle. Anyhow, watch Hollyweed. Yeah, Hollyweed. Kevin Smith is going to talk about weed. Uh, if you... Don't pay enough. You have to pay like six bucks an episode to watch it. You have to pay six dollars an episode, but the more people who subscribe, basically, it goes down. So you know what I'm saying. So if like Like, like charging six ten thousand people are watching, it might be one ninety nine per episode. But if like only a hundred or a thousand people watch it, guess what? It's going to be this is network's first attempt at doing this, and this is their uh, kickoff project. I mean, uh, well, look, if they were saving Alex Inc., I could get behind them. But uh, look, charging $6 for 30 minutes of television directed and written by Kevin <laughs> Smith is a war crime, okay? Bring them up in the Hague. It's got Jason Mewes in it. What? How did he ever get him? <laughs> Adam Brody. <laughs> really? Adam Brody's became like a Kevin Smith mainstay now. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right, yeah. He's been in uh, Cop Out. I think he, he was in uh, the last one, Yoga Hosers. If you haven't seen Yoga Hosers, I'm so fucking jealous of you. That movie is God. <laughs> that movie took me like five times to get through. I couldn't believe it when I finally watched Yoga Hosers, and it's like two locations. <laughs> It's like this is lazy for him. Oh. Anyhow, let's get started. Let's let's get on to the uh show people might find enjoyable. I would listen to any of these songs before I watched Hollyweed. <laughs> I would listen to these songs on repeat for days before I would actually watch Hollyweed. <laughs> Who 
Oh boy. Welcome back to the bracket. Week 12, I believe. That's correct. A 12-pack of Weezer episodes. Uh, you know... You... Anyhow, I'm Andrew Woods. Jim Jarmusch here on Twitter. I'm Nick Robinson, at Nick Rob. We've remembered to do that this week. Yeah, it's it's probably the thing we forget most, except for what December sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, um, there's, I don't think there's been much of an update in Weezer news this week. No, no. All right, let's get to it. Okay. Round one. Automatic. From Weezer, the Red Album. Versus the damage in your heart off of make believe. Let it go. The damage in your heart. Let it go. The damage in your heart. I can tell you how the words make me You know what we got here? What's that? Pat song. Oh, God. Let me ask you a question. Please do. What do you think Rivers and Pat's relationship is now? 30 years since they probably met each other. Wait. Would you describe Pat as looking like an ogre? I don't think. <laughs> I legitimately don't think my best friend is about Pat. I don't know. I Here's, the, here's what really gets me. When you showed me that clip of Pat being on the Jay Leno show... Yeah. The way he talked about Weezer and everything, it seemed to me that he didn't talk to Rivers much. No, I don't think anyone was talking to Rivers much during that time. I think that might be kind of what their relationship is like. I think they're guys who can just like sit down and go, hey, hey, and like drink a beer. Do you think like they open up to each other? I think they open up through the medium of song. <laughs> well, you know the interesting thing. So the special goodness... The band that Pat is, that's his side project, which I believe this song originated with. Yeah. Do you know that both Mikey Welsh and Scott Schreiner have been members of that band at the time? <laughs> what? I'm not sure. I feel like that he, they might have came through there first and then became the basis for Weezer. Oh, really? I'm not quite sure. But one is picking the other's table scraps. Yeah. Do you know who else was a member of the Special Goodness who was I, the drummer at one time? No. A guy named Adam Willard. Who was also a member of Angels and Airwaves? Oh my, what? Yeah. Jesus. The connection of Weezer to like really shitty bands is amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Do you think Pat has seen Love, the movie? Uh, do you? Th- no. He's so lucky. You've seen it, right? It sucks so bad. Oh my God. And they were like, Do you think he's ever seen Angels and Airwaves live? Because <laughs> I have. I, you know, I think he actually probably has, yeah. and he's just like, "Yo, I gotta get this guy in my band." <laughs> so, automatic is about loving your family, correct? You know, actually, I feel bad because you know, Pat's had kind of a, he's had some tough times in like the last like decade or so. His uh, first wife died of cancer. Yeah, and that's horrible. 
He got remarried. You know, you got to move on. But he got like married back in '94, like so he was like already married when the band wow. like took off. Yeah, he never had a chance to really like sow his wild oats. To be fair, if you listen to Rivers talk about those times, it sounds like even the single guys in Weezer's were not sowing their wild oats at a frustrating level. You know, there was a time apparently Rivers was trying and was kind of successful, but it did not make him happy. Well. You know, to each his own. But he keeps saying, he's like, yeah, we were the only rock band. We were selling out stadiums. We were the only rock band not getting laid. Like, they are selling out huge venues. And, and, and like, bouncers are like, hey, you, you girls want to go backstage and, uh, you know, meet the band? And they're like, no, we're good. <laughs> when they would go back, what kind of groupies do you think they were? Like, I think there's a lot of discussions about anime. <laughs> do you think they talked about, like, kevin smith movies at that time oh yeah (laughs) i bet rivers was like yo we just got this pitch from this hot filmmaker kevin smith i haven't read it yet but that was that pitch is like in 2003 though i i mean he's like he's like man did you see chasing amy we got to get that guy to do one of our videos Well, suzanne was already in mall rats yeah they had a working relationship working relationship Remember how they, they used like a Weezer song in the Clerks pilot that he's not affiliated with with in, in any way. They used like Jamie in that pilot. Uh, and that pilot is bad for something not affiliated with Kevin Smith. That pilot is even worse than Kevin Smith's quality. It's shocking. I know. I know. Like a lot of our viewers are like recoiling in horror just of the thought Well, I think of it. we can agree like the best thing he's ever been involved with is the Clerks the Animated Series. That show's fucking amazing because he didn't write it. <laughs> yeah, so Pat's been through a lot, but guess what? This song has put me through a lot. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, the look, you can have good intent and you can have personal tragedies. It doesn't make every song that you write good, and that's just how things are going to work out. Uh, this song was also written before his wife passed away, too, so it's not like it was... Uh, so I'm not going to give him a pass of it afterwards, you know? It's, you know, Pat, I'm very sorry about your personal tragedies. If you uh, would like a shoulder to cry on, please call into the Weezer bracket. We'd love to have you on. <laughs> but this is a song, it has no business being a Weezer song. No. There is nothing sonically that sounds like a Weezer song. What always sticks to me is out like after he goes, yo, it's automatic, and you know it. There's that big wah wah pedaled guitar go, wow, yeah, it's a clear Weezer, Weezer wow, you know, like, wow. motif, <laughs> just a repeating Weezer motif. Exactly what you want to hear when you listen to a Weezer song. We mentioned this the last time, but I love that this was the song that they used on like Gran Turismo. <laughs> Gran Turismo. I they were just buying pop songs by the foot, yeah. you know. It's like, hey, how many pop songs can we license for this amount of money? Well, there was so much uh, you could what, do what on do you Gran want? Turismo, and like it would take forever to play those games. I had a friend who tried to like a hundred percent like Gran Turismo too. Jeez, I think it took him like four years. <laughs> that might be four years constantly playing, not eating, not sleeping. Well, well, Gran Turismo Five. They they never did. They released the full game. It seems like they just kept on re- releasing like test versions and beta versions. You know, what I'm saying there's like a like I get the idea where it's they're putting in songs so that everybody can like. Nobody can like this song. I'm sorry. Like no one. This whole section of Red is so fucking crazy. Where he's letting everybody. Yeah, we're just letting everyone else have their own song. It feels like just an apology tour. Like here you go. But it feels like he's letting them hang themselves by their own rope. 
and like Automatic he, is one of the worst offenders. He should have went back and let Matt Sharp come back and write one of these songs. I mean, that would have had the best odds of success. He should have let, gone back and let Jason Cropper write one of these songs. And Honestly, if like instead of these songs written by the other guys, they just covered rental songs, I'd yeah. be pretty down with that. Only, only like Return of the Rental songs, though. I don't know. I'd actually like to hear them cover like the 2014 rental songs. Oh, I saw that tour. He did? Yeah. He covers them live? No, I mean, I saw the rentals. Oh, okay. 2014 okay. tour. It was pretty good. All right. No, I'm just saying I'd like to hear, like, Weezer cover new age rental songs. Do you think Rivers has ever listened to those songs? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't get how this song made it. I get... There had to be even other, like, pet options for songs that he could have put on this album. Why was this the one that he decided to go with? I have no idea. Why couldn't he have worked with Pat on a song? Why did he have to take, like, a special goodness song and put it on here? Yeah, why couldn't they have collabed? So many questions with Rivers Cuomo. I have some questions about the damage in your heart. Yeah? You know, I I was realizing something re-listening to this song today. It's got kind of a song structure that is different for a river song. I think like the verses and the chorus are responses to each other. I can totally see that. Uh, At this time, like he's going to try to start bridging out before he starts getting really weird. This is time where he's uh, starting to really experiment with songs. But this is feels like more of a foray into experimenting beyond a pop song structure. Yeah. I think this is trying to make a more intelligent pop song. I don't know exactly what he's trying to say with this song. Oh, trust me. It doesn't make a lick of sense. But, but I will say, like, each, like the difference between the verses, uh, verses and the choruses is, like, the verses seem like they have an almost nihilistic take, while the chorus is basically saying, erase all that, try and repair yourself, move on. Kind of a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde sort of thing. A little bit, yeah. And I think like Rivers has kind of seen himself in those ways where he's seen himself as the good guy and the bad guy. And I think this is his internal forces. Like, well, like I, like I think with Make Believe, a lot of it was him starting to do Fifasana. And I wonder if that was like part of the inspiration and trying to erase like this sort of mindset that could have, he possibly could have had for a while. Maybe. I don't know what goes on at that stuff. Well, I think it's a lot of it's about positivity sometimes. So they listened to a lot of Lil B. He ended up like just making this bullshit ballad out of it. <laughs> you know who produced it? This is a Reuben. This is a Reuben. Yeah, this does not sound like a Reuben at all. None of these sound like a Reuben. <laughs> That's the trick to predicting. Is like, does it sound like a Rick Reuben record? No. Well, he probably had a hand on it. Can we talk about the cover art for Make Believe? I don't know if we've ever talked about it before. I don't. I don't think we have. No. Do you know what the cover art is? It's uh, Rivers and Kermit. No, that's not the cover art for Make Believe. It's like the four of them, and then behind oh. it, it's on the black album, and it has like these weird drawings of like dragons it's, and shit it's like It's like that. a um, paisley shirt. Yeah. It's really cheesy looking. Because of that art, there had to be some iteration where this was called the black album, right? No, I, maybe, possibly. It's just called Make Believe, though. I've never heard it ever once possibly thought to be called the black album. I mean, but you, I mean, there's no way to know their entire, look, they put a lot of their shit online, but not everything. I know. Do you know what the fucking background always looks like to me? Like the, the paint, the drawings on the background. What? It looks like the, the, um, the drawings on the, uh, the walls of the drawing room. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was the inspiration. Maybe like Rivers, one day just decided to go get a drink at six in the morning and rolls into the <laughs> drawing room. Says, what's up, peeps? Because, you know, there's alcoholics and cokeheads there at that time. 
And he looks at the walls and says, wow, I got it. I know what my <laughs> next album's going to be. Yeah. Um, For our non-LA fans, the drawing room is a bar down the street from me. Pretty famous bar. Yeah, you can find Dan Harmon there more often than not. A lot of famous people sometimes. Not a lot. It's uh, it's open at 6 a.m. And there's a line at 6 a.m. There's people waiting to get in. Sometimes I do my laundry in, that, in the same complex that it's in, so I'll stop in and just grab a quick PBR while my wa- laundry's in. And it is the most depressing place. Yeah, it's real sad. I don't think Rivers went. I don't think Rivers has ever been to the drawing room. But you know what? Maybe Pat did. <laughs> uh, I can believe Pat being there. Yeah. I can't believe Brian. Like Brian's like like that has like a strict vegan like sort of Oh god, yeah. Anyhow, if you're ever in LA, try out the drawing room. Yeah. It's a special place. It's across the street from the rustic. Another special place. More special than the drawing room in my opinion. I agree. I have a question about one lyric in this song. Only one? I think we you talked about one lyric last time about one more tear falling down your face doesn't mean that much to the world. I remember yeah. you talked about... Yeah, because I think that's a really great lyric. Well, I think... I find a lyric. I can't tell you how the words have made me feel. It's really clunky sounding. <laughs> I think that there's a has to be a better way of putting that lyric than I can't tell you how the words have made me feel. Yeah, um, there, are a better, there are better ways to say that because that really reminds me of When in Rome's The Promise... Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm just thinking of the right words to say. I know they don't sound the way I plan them to be. The promise is a much better song than this. It, song. it is a fucking great song. The promise is like a song. I've, it comes on every once in a while. I'll be like, oh yeah, I forgot that. I love this song. Yeah, it's, it's always like in a in like an Uber or like in a bar or something. It just randomly pops up. I think it's a heavy Jack FM. Yeah, song. It's also at the end of Napoleon Dynamite. I have not seen it for. It has to be 13, 2006, I would say, is the last time I saw Napoleon Dynamite. That's one I'm scared to rewatch. I can't, I can't. I was never a huge fan. I really liked it at the time, but I can see how that humor just quickly become dated. It was adapted by a, like a group of kids I knew who I wasn't a fan of their sense of humor. So it kind of turned me off when I finally saw it. Do you think you could divorce yourself from that in Year of Our Lord 2018? No, the problem with that is divorce <laughs> everything else that's happened with Napoleon Dynamite, and I don't think I can do that. The cartoon just sticks with you? Just like Jared Hess's whole career and like everything, and just like people who quoted it for the next decade and everything about it. I don't think I could do it. It's hard. I would, I would really like to see how that movie would perform in a bubble today, though. That's a good question. Like, if you found someone who, I don't know, maybe they were in Europe when it came out. And I think like, I actually like Nacho Libre more than I like Napoleon Dynamite. Nacho Libre, I found to be okay. It has one really whiz-bang, lyric, uh, whiz-bang line in it when he's just like, I believe in science. <laughs> <laughs> As his whole career since then has just been atrocious. Gentleman Broncos is one of the worst movies I've ever fucking He's, seen. Is that that's not the one about the the books? Yeah, the books. It's like with the Fly the Concord dude, right? Yeah, and it's just like this is that material is so prime for a very funny movie. That is not it. It is. It's been batshit bad, bullshit bad, Ugh. dog shit bad. Anyhow, but not as bad as Automatic, and that's my vote. Yeah, you know, because you know what, "Damage in Your Heart" is at least has some lyrics. It's got like to a do melody. It sounds like a Weezer song. 
Yeah. If you just played it to me and I didn't know the song somehow, like I didn't host a Weezer show, like I would say, this is a Weezer song. I can't Automatic, really, I'm like, is this like some like James really, Addiction demo? I, I can't really disagree with you, and I really wish I could, so I never have to talk about Automatic again, but yeah, it's Automatic. Well, it's an Automatic victory for Automatic. God damn it. Yeah, I know. Round two. Smile. Off of Weezer, the green album. Versus Oh Girlfriend. Off of Weezer, the green album. <laughs> Oh, man, we got some green-on-green green crime going on here. God, this reinforces how how bland of an album I think green is overall. I don't think... No, At least oh, these the two second songs. half. Yeah, that second half of the album. Cause, because, like, let, 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 look, they were both on the bracket, but Hashpipe and Island in the Sun are about as, as distinct as they come. Of course, and I like other certain songs. Like, I know you love Photograph. Yeah. I like Knock Down, Drag Out. Knock Down, Drag Out is a fabulous song. I'll even go the Bat for Crab. Crab is really good. Yeah. But not these two. I'm not going to bat for these songs. Smile. So my big problem with the second half of Green is like it sounds like he starts knocking off his own songs. Smile sounds like a knockoff of Crab. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and there was some other song that I can't remember that we did that was a knockoff of Glorious Pages. You know? <laughs> Well, I think there's simple pages in Glorious Sim- Glorious Day. That might be what, what you're actually talking about. That is how, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you listen to that second half, and if you are not paying attention, that is great writing music. That's great doing other stuff, doing your taxes, because it all just mends and in, melds into the background. It all disappears. So I've been, I was trying to do some like research on both these songs, and there's not like a ton of things about no, because number one, no one is wanting to do the deep dive on Smile. Well, I can tell you, so there is alternative lyrics to Smile from like uh, when he originally wrote it, because this is like one of the leaked demos that first got out there. Yeah. So there is the choruses, I can't be done, darling, for very long, no. Never know what you're going to do. Standing there deep in front of you, take a look in between my eyes because I'm back, yeah. So... And this, it doesn't really change that much. But the, right. That's what I find so interesting. So the alt lyric is, I can't be done, darling, Very for very long, no. Never know what you're going to do. Standing there in the ocean blue, take a look deep within my eyes because I'm back, yeah. Here's the thing. Why did he even feel the need to rewrite these lyrics? <laughs> I was about to say, that, that goes from the most generic lyrics you can think of to even the most generic, generic lyrics like, you can think of. It's so weird to me because it's like, it doesn't feel like you put that much thought into these lyrics, <laughs> but you put, apparently put enough thought to like rewrite them into even a more generic like. Oh come on! This is Rivers Cuomo we're talking about. He 
poured over these lyrics day and night. He obsessed with it. He told he bounced them off of people. He rewrote them in three ring notebooks over and over again. Do you think like it's but do you think it's because of meaning? Do you think it's just maybe syntax? Cadence? The way they That's just, what I'm thinking. Yeah. I mean Probably he came up with the first, and then, you know, you. How many times have you had to give an oral presentation? You write it out, and you don't practice it, and then you start speaking it, and it's like, oh, these syllables all don't go together. Yeah, it's so, so difficult. I don't think it had the. I do think he obviously poured over it because he rewrote it, and you know what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. like, which is admirable in some way that he cares enough to like change it um i mean this is his quote-unquote comeback album i know it's just like it's such a weird thing because i can't find there any like significance to the the meaning behind the lyrics no i mean either either said so i think it's all i think it's all kind of affectation if that makes sense you know i think it's all the way it sounds it's all yeah all the way the words bounce off each other more so than any sort of meaning yeah and that's you know that's what happens with a lot of modern rap songs you know it's not really about anything. It's just about the flow. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, this is a precursor to a 21 Savage song, if you really <laughs> think about it. I think Rivers would 21, be, 21. I think that Rivers would be really happy with you saying that. It's interesting these two songs m- m- meet with each other because I think they both represent a problem we have with the green, which we've already dealt with. with. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, Smile definitely melds into Simple Pages, Glorious Day, all that. Oh, Girlfriend, though, I think there's a little more grading. That one definitely stands out from all of this stuff. Like, this is like, those songs kind of melt into a stew. Yeah. Oh, Girlfriend is the iceberg in that stew that really the ship runs into and sinks. Let me ask you a question about the meaning behind this song. Do you think Rivers was dating anyone during the, those years? This is absolutely a song written about nobody. Yeah. Well, I realized, actually, just re- listening to today, it's actually a breakup song. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't realize that? It is so, oh, girlfriend, this is the end? Yeah. <laughs> There's not really another way. You know what's weird? is like he doesn't write a lot of breakup songs, per se. He re- writes a lot of songs about relationships being in trouble or like him being afraid of attacking a relationship or what uh, maybe possibly the starting of a relationship. He doesn't write a lot about the end of them. Yeah. That's true, and I think maybe this was his effort to do that, his like thoughtful yeah. effort to but do that. But before he had, when he had tackled this stuff before, there was actual significance and based on actual like life events. This doesn't feel like it has any sort of like basis. Well, do you think Rivers has actually ever broken up with anybody? Or I mean, I think he's broken up or been dumped or something. No, that's what I'm saying. Do you think he's a dumper or a dump e? Well, this song sounds like he's been dumped. Yeah. I miss you, and I wonder how you feel about me, too. Do you miss the way we could play and waste our time away? Suddenly we were apart, and I can't see you every night. Though we fight, I love you so much, now I can't feel your touch. He's definitely been dumped here. Yeah. He's definitely been dumped. No, I don't think this is... But I'm saying is like the reason why he doesn't have more of this is because I don't believe him to be a dumper. Oh, I, I, he's clearly been dumped though. No, I, think I mean, yeah, everyone has 100% been dumped. I don't, has he ever dumped someone? That's what I'm saying. Uh, I think not in a long term sense, but he's definitely just gotten rid of like you know, girls, you know, like 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 kind of flings because I think he's probably engaged in flings and ended them pretty easily. Yeah, but that's not like. Long term, like but an that, actual relationship. That, yeah, like you don't dump a fling. No, 
You just you just don't text back. <laughs> you ghost them. Yeah. <laughs> and Rivers has not ghosted. Though, well, I, I don't, don't think. I don't think. I think by the time Rivers had gotten married, the, the idea of ghosting was a newfound thing. Well, I don't think he 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 was much in the texting era. He didn't re- he didn't return their pages. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he was on Tinder, so maybe he was he was ghosting people on there. That's true, but his whole Tinder thing was just to meet people, interesting people, with the right songs about them. <laughs> and he, like he was very upfront about the fact that he was like married and like that this was just some sort of like experiment he was doing. Please, also, please contact us if you match with Rivers Cuomo on Tinder. We have so many questions. God, that had to be fascinating. And I'm, I'm more fascinated by the people who just like matched with him and didn't know he was Rivers Cuomo or who Rivers Cuomo was. Especially then you need to contact us. Yeah. I don't imagine that you're listening to this. <laughs> they're <though>. not listening <laughs> to this. Unless there's someone who, who was like, who's that person I like matched with on Tinder? Oh, yeah, he was the lead singer of Weezer. Let me look them up. Oh, here's this podcast I randomly <laughs> came across. I'm going to listen to this 12th episode of this podcast. going to make it about probably like 30-some minutes into it. And here we are. Oh, perfect. This just worked out perfectly My ship for has come the fuck in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can't explain most people's actions, okay? Yeah, that would be a miraculous thing to happen. <laughs> oh, Girlfriend, I think, is a song that he wrote specifically for other people's situations. Yeah. I think he wrote it for people to play, and I think it's mostly like high school juniors to play. I think he's just speaking in general terms almost and like uh, trying to imagine how most relationships end. It's a little creepy though because he says he's driving by her house every night. Unless like that, he has to. Like, you know, there's only one way through town and he has to pass by her place because he's like getting off work, he working lives- at the pizza shop and he has to get home. <laughs> yeah. I'm speaking in general terms since clearly this isn't about like rivers. Especially since he lives in Los Angeles. Yeah. There's a hundred ways to get anywhere in here. There's, you can bypass any place in LA. <laughs> he's like, oh no, I have to take my second favorite route. <laughs> Ways. Can you show me how to cro- the make the fastest way, even if it means crossing a freeway? <laughs> I need to make a lot of unprotected lefts. Ways. Here we go. <laughs> you think R- Rivers uses ways? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's a total because he's he's a dad and dads love ways. Yeah. Everyone else who has to get somewhere on time hates ways, but oh, it might save three minutes. Yeah. It's like you're making a left turn across Wilshire. You'll never be able to do it. My favorite is when you just have to like cross like three three lanes to get to the like like kind of like a road that has no light. Fucking hate ways. Like whenever the Uber driver like has thing like I use ways, it's like fuck. Yeah. Should I cancel? It just makes me uncomfortable. It makes me nervous in the backseat of the Uber when they're just like trying to make these crazy moves because they're crazy. They they're just. Don't. I'm just gonna push through traffic. Please don't. I don't care about getting there on time. I, I know, I know you're you care about getting your next ride. I, yeah. I understand that, but I'm gonna give you five stars. I'll give you five stars if you get me there. Unlike that guy who nearly killed us. <laughs> one on time, one time we went to a Kanye concert, and this driver was the craziest driver I've ever seen. Like he would stop at stop signs, but he would just stop at the other line. Like he would stop in the middle of them. Well, he kept on like just doing these abrupt stops. I kept on smacking my head on the back of his uh, headrest because he was just insane. He kept on going around. He go, he'd go around cars outside of like the beam, basically. The the It was insane what he was doing. Anyhow, 
I'm ready to vote, actually. <laughs> I'm ready to vote for that Uber driver. He's got to go. Oh, I, I, I complained. I, I gave him zero I tried stars. to complain, too, because we split that ride, and yeah. they didn't give me any money. They didn't give me anything, either. Oh. They just gave me, a, like, a, they just, like, we will review him and make sure that he is reprimanded, which they never did, I'm sure. Yeah. But I didn't get anything back. I think Oh, Girlfriend is a terrible song. However... Since I have been here, I have had to play Smile twice to remember what it sounds like. And on the bracket, we punish forgettability. Yeah. So I'm voting for Smile. I'm for voting for Oh Girlfriend. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You know what that means. We got to call someone. Hey, you know what? You know who we haven't called for a while? How's this thing the same thing? Fidel. Well, Fidel, here's your chance. This might be your last chance. No, if he if he if he doesn't pick up, we are definitely calling him a lot more. Yeah, we're gonna just we've been doing him a favor. We're gonna needle him till he picks up. All okay, right. let's try it. Let's do it. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm gonna call from my phone. What if he picks up? Well, he'll he'll answer our questions hopefully. I know he likes. I think he wrote a paper on the Green Album one time, so he'd be perfect for this. Well, one. now we're calling him at almost five in the afternoon, so he's definitely going to be awake. Or he's got to be, or he's working. Who knows? Your call is forwarded to an automatic Christ. voice message system. We should, we should just leave his number off on this fucking podcast. <laughs> it's not available at the tone. Please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Good job, asshole. You missed us again. Yeah. We're calling at 5 in the fucking afternoon. Like, you are awake. I know this for a fact. You're not... There's no fucking soccer anymore, so you're not getting up at weird hours for that. Uh, You can watch soccer, but you can't talk to your friends about which song... Which of two songs from the Green Album is worse. Anyhow, thanks, Fidel. You got to get your priorities straight, bud. Bye. Oh, that didn't work. <laughs> you want to call Ben Miller? Sure. All right. Calling Ben Miller. Okay. Yellow. Whoa, first ring. Hey, Ben, you're on the Weezer bracket. Hello, Ben. What are we, buddy? Hello? Uh, hello? Yeah. Can uh, you hear me? Yeah, now I can. You're on the Weezer Sorry. bracket, bud. Your ship has come in. I'm I'm excited. Uh, what songs are we voting on? So, do you remember the Green Album? The Green Apple? No, I do not. <laughs> you can tell Ben Miller's a huge Weezer fan here. The Green, the Green Album, album, a collection. Oh, the of, Green Album. Yeah, uh, a collection of music. No, I, uh, I, I don't know the Green Album. So, Ben, we're just going to give you two song titles, and basically you're going to tell us which si- title well, you no, do. No, he can listen to them if he wants. You can use any metric you want to pick, okay? Okay, but you're not going to play them for me. No. No, that's your responsibility. But you, <laughs> you, you're, 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 you're talking to us on a phone that can look these songs up. You have all the world's information at your fingertips. I I do. That's very true. Um, got it. Okay, give me the uh, two titles. It's uh, Oh Girlfriend and Smile, and they're both on Weezer's The Green Album. And Oh Girlfriend is just Oh Girlfriend, like Oh Henry. There's no H. Got it. Okay, so it's Irish. No. Uh, no not really. Oh, got it. Okay, so no apostrophe. In the, <laughs> no, or in, in place of the age. No, it's not like a last. It's name. not like oh, yeah. Danny boy, a girlfriend. Yeah, 
Hello, yeah, I'm... Yeah, Sh- Seamus or Girlfriend. Or <laughs> is, is now what I'm voting on. And what was the other one? It's just called Smile. Smile. Um, guess I'm going to have to go with uh, uh, Smile as the one to advance, like the worst song. That's oh. what I'm voting on, right? You can, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. I mean, you can phrase it. I think sometimes people have said it the other way, and we've been confused. <laughs> no, <laughs> got it. Yeah, I, I gotta go with smile. Uh, I'm assuming yeah, that yeah, one let's, was let's, earlier let's, on the album. Yes, oh, girlfriend's the closer. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine that Weezer put hundred percent energy into a song titled Smile. You'd be amazed if they if they put 100% energy into a song called Oh Girlfriend. <laughs> uh, is, it, is it short for old? No. <laughs> no, it's just O. Got it, got it. So it's just O-H. No, no it's just O. o. Like orgasm, O. No, well, kind of. <laughs> but it's an exclamation. It's like it's like when you read the Quran. No, no, it's what? O. Just the, just the letter O. Just O, space, girlfriend. girlfriend. <laughs> and that's yeah. I mean, I, I I gotta imagine they put a lot more energy into that than into smile, right? I really wish Fidel picked up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are both. These are both on the lower end of the effort scale. <laughs> Hence their presence in the Weezer bracket. Yeah, Second round of the Weezer bracket. God, that's right. Yeah. So, this, so one of these is going to the Sweet 16. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Or, or does the Weezer bracket have a different name than no, Sweet? Sweet yeah, yeah, it would be Sweet, Sweet 16. 16. Yeah. yeah, we hadn't really thought of that. We've been yeah. just head down plowing through it, you know? Yes, yes. I, uh, I figured... If you've uh, already gotten to me on your list of people to call, you must have been <laughs> plowing through things without thinking of the ramifications. We need to pick up. We're not going to lie, Ben. You had a second call tonight. <laughs> 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 that doesn't surprise me. Who do you guys have in the uh, Summer League final? Um, Phoenix. Isn't, isn't the Lakers just win? Uh, I don't know. Lakers are in the Summer League final. Yeah. But uh, I think they're playing Portland. We're 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 about the uh, Ballers League, the J the JBA, the JBL, or yeah, yeah. JBA, whatever. I, I think it's going to be the Dallas Ballers versus the Los Angeles Ballers. But don't count out the San Antonio Ballers. <laughs> I was hoping you guys would give me some good gambling advice on this summer league finale. Well, you know. Just go with the, with the opposite of what you feel. Exactly. That's what I was going to tell him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From my experience with you, Ben, just always go with the exact opposite of your your what you think is going to win. Yeah. Do you, need, you need to Costanza it. Oh, man. Costanza is a proven gambling strategy, but only when I'm cold. So I can only use that on rare occasions. When are you not cold gambling? <laughs> 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 uh, you know, every gambler goes through hot and cold streaks. I was when talk- have you been on a hot last streak? Night I was- have you been on a hot streak since I've known you? Last night I was talking to Ben. <laughs> I was hanging out with Ben, and, he's, and I was telling him how he's always wrong with sports takes. And he's like, I was right about the Cavs winning the finals. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he's like, well, they almost won that game, and if, J- and if JR hadn't <laughs> fucked up, and then if LeBron hadn't had a meltdown because he punched the wall, they would have won. But they didn't. Yeah, but okay, the prediction stands. You know what I'm saying? No. no. 
because that's not how they, it works. Well, you got to look at it this way, okay? You, it, you, you're not going to win every bet. That's that's just known you know. fact. You should try and win like a few. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so when you don't win, you have to evaluate the quality of the wager based on you know whether whether you called the game right you know you, you got some and luck you here unlucky things no i called it right they 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 looked real good you know i mean yes the cavs looked better that first game than i thought they would but they still fucked up and lost and it was still <laughs> it was more heartbreaking because of that and then they yeah. didn't have a chance of any of the remaining and don't even give me the hand stuff cuz he was lebron was still great <laughs> I, I um I did not think he was great. Here here's what I want to know though. Scale of one to ten, how great was JR's rebound? You His know rebound was impressive. He was I mean he he took that right over Kevin Durant, who's way taller than him, known as a solid rebounder. Um that's amongst the better rebounds that I've seen. Yes, it was a very good rebound. And I mean Ty Lue should have called a timeout. Yeah, there, there should have been a lot of things that There should have been there. a lot of things that happened. Honestly, if you're on that team and you're in JR's position, it's like, we are in a close moment. Just pass it to LeBron. That is, yeah. <laughs> And it's just like, do that just for one reason, just so that he doesn't yell at you later. Like, even if JR hits that shot, LeBron is going to yell at him for not passing to him. Anyhow, guys, I think our, our fans have... I'm going to press him on one more issue. Okay. Did you see that the uh, Cavs got rid of their championship piece today? I did see it. Who? Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins was cut today. <laughs> he was waved. Waved, yeah. Man, that... They're they're going through a youth moment. They just signed a thirty four year old Channing Fry. <laughs> I like Channing. Yeah, exactly. You should be happy with Channing. Anyhow, thank you, Ben. Thank we, you, Ben. We you... gotta move on. Yeah. 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 All right. Thank Good you. Good luck with the rest of the show. Bye. Thank See you. Bye. Bye. It's times like this that I really wish Fidel had picked up. <laughs> Thanks, Fidel. Uh, that's Ben Miller. Um, I don't even know what Twitter account of his to promote anymore. Uh, I he, don't think he likes the. Well, he, I think the. Uh, he claims to be shadow banned, but he's not. I don't know what he means. And then uh, he talks a lot about wrestling and Wi-Fi and all these sorts of things and and basketball. Uh, look, if you know us, you've probably seen us retweet him ironically or something like that. So. Anyhow, all right, we got more bracket to do. Round three. We are all on drugs. Off of make-believe. When you're out with your friends in your new Mercedes Benz and you're on drugs and you show up late for school cause you think you're really cool when you're on drugs and you put on your headphones and you step into the zone Versus, hang on. Off of Hurley. 
So what's really weird to me is there's some people who are really upset with us because they like we are all on drugs. Who are those people? They just, they're, you know what? They're those people that just kind of write us and they complain and then... No, no. If you were a person who's complaining this, that you like we are all on drugs, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I try and be nice to our fans because they're listeners. Yeah. And like I appreciate that you listen to our show. Yeah, we actually great. do. Thank we you. We really do. Thank you. But you're, if you, you're a fan of we are all on drugs, you're wrong here. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the one time I, I'm going to say it. I can see the argument of we are all on drugs coming from another band. Like, honestly, if they had given this song to Sugar Ray and Sugar Ray had done it and it sounded the exact same. I wouldn't like it still. No, but it would make more sense. Sure. Can I read you the notes I wrote on We Are All On Drugs? Yeah. (laughs) By the way, we just got text from Ben Miller. He just told us that he was on the toilet when we called. Anyhow, just giving you a little context for that last call. Should have just said it, Ben. Should have just said it. This is not the first time this has happened. Yeah, the first time we called Hulk, he was on the toilet. I mean, he was sad. I kind of imagine him coming, running out like Costanza whenever he's tra- Vandalay Industries, you know, and like Kramer picks up the phone. I mean, who doesn't bring their phone with them to the toilet? What are you going to do? I love playing like video games on, on the toilet nowadays. So you had some notes. <laughs> <laughs> so these are my notes on We Are All On Drugs. This song still sucks. Not doing any further research. That's a fair assessment, I'd say. I also did a lot of research on this song the last round, so I I thought there's not much more to uncover. It's still the same song. It's still horrible. Why do we always talk about poop on this song? Last time I had to sing the diarrhea song to you. (laughs) I'm sorry. When I hear we are all on drugs, the first thing I think is shit. (laughs) (laughs) You you want to sing the diarrhea song again? I'm not doing that. It's a I still favorite. do not believe that you had never heard that song. I had it. No, if I had, I should have feigned like I had it just to get you to sing it. Did we, t- we talked about the music video the last time, correct? Uh... Yeah, we definitely did. And actually, I'm thinking of the Beverly Hills music video right now. I was just thinking about the Beverly Hills music video, how it starts off with Pat like smoking a, a pipe. Oh, yeah. It's kind of weird that I think Pat might be the most like video music friendly of all the members of Weezer. <sighs> Current, yes. Yeah. Oh well, Matt Sharp is great in the Buddy Holly music. Video. He's great in every video. Like, did you see? Do you see how committed he is in the Buddy Holly music video? Yes. Matt Sharp committed to every performance he ever gave. I was just doing a little research, and I, who do you think the oldest member of Weezer is? I would have assumed Rivers. Rivers is the youngest and always been the youngest, no matter what. Wow. By like three months, I think. Okay. Know? But like the oldest now is Scott, who is 53, mm. with all the original members. And we'll even say call like Brian an original member because like technically only um, Pat and R- um, Rivers. Rivers are the r- remaining founding members, but it kind of doesn't count since public didn't, never really knew the band without Brian. You know, they're all like 49, 48 right now. Yeah. And then Pat's 53. I mean, Scott's 53, which means in 2005, that's what, 13 years ago? God, yeah. Rivers was 35 when he decided to write, we are all on drugs. (laughs) I can't, that is four years older than me. And I hope in four years, I don't have this creative impulse to be like, we are all on drugs. Give it to me. What you have to consider is how deep the lyrics are. I think you're missing the hidden meaning. When he says, 
We are all on drugs. Give it to me. He's saying that drugs are addictive. Oh, yeah. Think about that. Drugs are addictive. Thank you, because uh, I didn't know this. Wait, what? Yeah. Like, if you do drugs, you'll want to do more drugs. I don't get to say it one more time. So, you do the drugs, right? Yeah. And then your body says, wow, this is good, which we know drugs are bad. So your body's lying to you. Yeah. And I'll say, I want to do more drugs. I still don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Doing drugs creates a psychological need to do drugs. It's one of these snake eats its own tail things. I think I got it. Yeah. So when you do drugs, Mm -hmm. they're good. No, no, that's not it at all. They're (laughs) they're very bad, Andrew, and you should never do... You promised your mom that you would never do them. So when you do drugs, drugs are bad. Yes. So you don't do drugs anymore. Well, you shouldn't. But But once you do the drugs, you know not to do the drugs anymore. I mean, sometimes if you get real fucked up and things go wrong and you kill somebody or wreck a car or, you know, jump off of a cliff or something. So the drugs make you feel good. They do do that. So the drugs are good. No, no, drugs are bad. I think I'm not going to learn, so we should probably move on. On eBay, there is a framed We Are All on Drugs platinum disc for sale. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you think, like, Scott Schreiner sold his, like, copy? So when a, a record goes gold or platinum, yeah, like, basically anybody who was tangentially involved can buy the gold album the or the platinum album or whatever. Like him had so many that he had so little to do with. Yeah. But he just like lined his walls with them. Like I had an appetite for destruction, uh platinum like eight X platinum that I had in my car for a while <laughs> because he left it there. It was kind of really cool to show people. Yeah, but yeah. You know who I bet sold this version? Who? That producer is now an engineer teacher. Oh, my God. We can't be so mean on him. <laughs> or maybe just Rick Rubin didn't give a shit. He wouldn't have bought it first. Uh, you have to buy it? You have to buy it. It's about 250 bucks. Really? Yeah. So Kim, but, so Kim would then buy everyone he was affiliated with? No. No, because he didn't have... So he made most of his money from some Christmas record that's huge in Europe and no one's ever heard it here. Okay. It's it's kind of like um, Love Actually, that Christmas song that's a huge hit. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> so supposedly this song was inspired by Rivers hanging out and hearing partygoers on the Sunset Strip. I think that kind of makes sense because I think he was living right off the Sunset Strip at the time. And I think Stalker. I'm- no, I, I I was reading in some of the um, interviews like he was like living in like a one person like bedroom where he had nothing there except for like a yoga mat and like a toothbrush and it was just this incredibly vacant apartment. He was like trying to live this uh, very minimalistic life. Understandable. So I bet that's uh, he was hearing like people like you know just go from bar to bar like the Chateau Marmont and stuff like that around that time. I think that's the area he was living in. Yeah, right down that strip. God, the, he actually would think that area is cool. Yeah, I don't think he like ever hit went into like the den or anything like that. <laughs> I don't think the den's there anymore. Did they get rid of the den? Yeah, having a 
$20 all-you-can-drink event is not going to last God. so long. Then, then it was like one of the first bars I came to when I went out here. What, really? Yeah, because like, you know, we were young and we wanted to hit up that s- section of LA, so we'd go down there and that bar was pretty easy to get into compared to other things. If you get there early, I remember like having a girlfriend who wanted to go there on her birthday and I was like... I got there at like 9.30 and I couldn't get in. And uh, I was so thankful. Well, it was like, it's right across the street from Chateau. Yeah. So you would feel kind of like you were in a really cool neighborhood. Also, like when you come out when you're 22 out of college, you know, you're just kind of looking for that lifestyle. You have about six months to a year till you realize this sucks. And you just come up <laughs> and you just find the other neighborhoods in LA you like. And you never go back to those areas unless you have to for like events and stuff like that. So much of LA is figuring out what area works for you. Yeah. There's a, there's our little pro tip for moving. And just avoid the Sunset Strip. It's so lame. It's so holding on to this old rock scene that died with Guns N' Roses' relevance. Yeah, was it? Well, it started off with like the Doors and what go. What was the uh, Whiskey at Go Go? It was. It yeah. predated the the Doors, but they were a huge part of it. And it's it's just sad now. And oh, it's yeah. like if you go, it's like still people like wearing like. It's like you ever go to like the Rainbow Room. It's just really gross. <laughs> Not fun. No, I I don't I don't get it. There's people in my life who like to go. Um, I don't get it. Yeah, like the Rainbow Room isn't like Ron Jeremy's always just hanging around the Rainbow Room and stuff like that. But the one dude from the, who's the was the famous rocker who had like basically he would just go to the Rain, Rainbow Room and like hang out every day. Like a statue up for him. Oh, Lemmy. Yeah, especially now that he's dead. Why would you even go? Yeah, he would like pl- he would play like the the, the slot machines. That you know, like I'm saying the, the like um, screen slots. I can't imagine Rivers just hanging out in a bar. No, I especially can't imagine him at the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ron, Jeremy, what up? <laughs> hey, Rivers. <laughs> hey, you going to the you going to that event? You going to the comedy store later on? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. See you, Rivers. Oh, good. Do you think that uh, Michael Sarah was all on drugs when he recorded with Weezer? I do not. Yeah, I don't think everybody just needed a transition. I know that Michael Sarah doesn't hang down on the Sunset Strip. I think he still hang, hangs out in my neighborhood mostly. You ever see him? I've said no. I know people who have seen him. He's like he goes to like the Los Feliz three and stuff. I know people see him sometimes. I can't blame him, yeah. especially if he has movie pass. <laughs> I heard uh, Nathan Fielder was going to see, going to see the movie this weekend. He went to see um, Eighth Grade, and he used movie pass. I mean, he's always been like a very movie literate, very movie driven person. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Obviously, this is related to Hang On. What is your favorite Michael Sarah performance? In a movie or musically. And music, movie. I'm going to give movie or TV show. This is a once popular, now unpopular opinion that I'm trying to spin around. Yeah. I think the movie Juno is fantastic. Good movie. Yeah. I, 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 I like I, the backlash to that is so undeserved. I think that's such an incredibly well written movie. People tried to dress down that movie a lot. And I think a lot of the time they're like, oh, he's just a simpleton in that movie. I think he really accurately portrays a guy trying to figure out stuff but doesn't necessarily have the tools to he's do it. He's like a 16-year-old in that movie. Right. And I think he's trying to process the world that he's getting into and he's doing his best but he simply does not have the tools yeah. in a way that a 16-year-old doesn't. I think the I think the writing and I think his performance really captured that. I have some problem with 
I have some problems like Reitman's career after Juno, but I don't really have any problems with Juno. Uh, I don't know. I think I Up in the Air was really good. I don't like I don't like Up in the Air. I really could relate to Up in the Air. And uh, Young Adult? Oh, I, I love Young. Basically, I love any movie he collaborates with uh, Diablo with. The stuff outside of that, I'm not a fan of. Um, you know what's funny to revisit is the Arrested Development pilot. Oh, my God. I haven't watched that in ages. He's a little chubby in it. And just from the pilot then to the show, because it's clearly a pilot, and then they shot the rest, because he's much more like the Michael Cera we know from like the second episode, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't famous anything like he didn't have a personal trainer you know he didn't i mean look the first time that someone goes and gets onto a set and sees themselves in professional lighting and a professional camera it's always a shell shock the spherical nature of a lens does add weight to you before i turn the question about to you i also want to say he's also phenomenal in molly's game He's great in Molly's. He's like he's my favorite performance in Molly's game. Him and Bill Camp are like the two best things about that movie. I really disagree with Bill Simmons on uh, Michael Sarah's performance in it. Okay, we just I think we're just going to just say we disagree with Bill Simmons on a lot of things. <laughs> we disagree with him having his phone on during his podcast. <laughs> Although your phone has gone off, your your computer goes off all the time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we try to edit it out at least. Yeah. <laughs> But what's your favorite Sarah performance overall then? Uh, I love his super about. bad performance. No, we want to hear about his good performances. <laughs> we're not doing the fucking Evans Costello skit right now. <laughs> I like his super bad performance a lot. Yeah, that's probably my favorite. He was just nominated for a Tony. For what? Uh, Lobby Hero. It's a Kenneth Lonergan play he just performed in. But Paperboy. Okay, that's not his name. What? He didn't legally change it to Paperboy. His name is not even Paperboy. It's on Brian the- Tyree Henry. I know that, actually. Yeah. I hope that he is just annoyed in that play because he does that so well. Yeah. Anytime that Paperboy is annoyed, it's so good. <laughs> just, I mean, the barbershop one oh, yeah. is so good. The reason I'm talking about Michael Sarah so much is I don't have much more to say about Hang On. Hang On is a song that definitely doesn't fit into any sort of Weezer. Look, this feels like it should have been on one of Michael Sarah's lousy albums. And it, if it was on one of those albums, it would have been by far the best song on it. It's not really a song that belongs on a Michael Sarah album. It's not twee enough. What was that one, his like play album? There's not lyrics on his albums usually. It's, just, it's, it's all instrumentals. There's that one. No, there's one there is that through that album is so fucking bad. It's so bad. No, but it, the song isn't twee enough. And if it was, it'd be the best song on the Michael Sarah album. Because I don't think it's that bad of a song, especially compared to We Are All On Drugs. Yeah, two songs that just don't fit, but God, We Are All On Drugs just sucks. I think it. Are you okay to vote already? Yeah. Yeah. It's We Are All On Drugs. It's We Are All On Drugs. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really no contest. No contest. Um, so, congratulations to Michael Sarah. You are no longer fodder for the weezer bracket um you might I, come back up oh yeah but i'm <laughs> saying like the song you're involved with is clear now you don't have that hanging over your head now you can strive and win that tony we're pulling for you bud uh, he lost already uh, okay. the tony's already happened i don't care about the tony's okay look there's only three tony's i care about tony 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 you also care about tony braxton I do <laughs> 
just another sad love song wrecking my brain. It's crazy. See, I'm all torn up. You see, it's fast and it's slow. It doesn't let go. <laughs> We're all on drugs. Moving on. <laughs> Round four. Thought I knew. Off of Weezer, the red album. Sorry about my past life. Sorry, but we just missed. Sorry, it had to end up like this. Sorry if I caused you pain. Sorry, I forgot your name. Sorry, but you left me out in the rain. Versus. Ruling me of her. Ring, ring goes your telephone. You act like you wait at home. You shove me out, but it turns me on. Red lipstick, black dresses. A look that I should not mess with. It makes those boys go crazy for you. We talk, we've talked a bit today about songs that don't fit the Weezer oeuvre. Yeah. If you just sat me down and played me Thought I Knew, I would have thought it was an Eagle Eye Cherry song. Ugh. Well, we've talked about this before because I even played you the um, the version of his bands that, that, that yeah. he did. I've actually been thinking about this and like the bracket, and it seems really almost unfair if like a non-River song wins this... like whole thing no no because it's not the rivers cuomo bracket because then we'd have to do like that song he wrote with youtube we'd have to do the home alone recordings you know we'd have to do all these other things and if it's if it's just rivers cuomo then we have to do demos all these other sorts of stuff i know i know it's just like it would be really weird if a non-rivers song ends up winning i don't think it will happen actually but uh (sighs) there's a good chance this song, this, God. There's, hold on, there's a few. Yeah, I understand that. It doesn't seem like it would be representative of what we're trying to do with this whole project. Because I feel like a, while a lot of this project is like getting into the word Sweezer song, a lot of this project has been about delving into River's mind and who he is as a songwriter and what he does. But that's because Weezer is his application of what's on his mind. I just like that part of this project might be determined by this weird detour he took where like for like three months he's like okay guys i'm gonna let you guys put a song on this album <laughs> yeah and that's entirely true it's not like they wrote songs like let's say queen wrote songs where 
each individual member would come up with stuff and they all like had their chops or like the Beatles or like, well, I like, don't know, the Strokes or anybody like that. It's not even like most bands where someone will write a bass line or someone will write. Exactly. Like, yeah, I feel like a lot of times these songs, like Rivers comes in with all these songs. L- 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 yeah. It's, it's, you know, like the Strokes, it's like those are Fabrizio's drums every time. And it's like, that's how that guy writes drums. Like you can tell the Albert Hammond Jr.ness in all of the, all of Albert Hammond Jr.'s parts because they are the same on his solo efforts, you yeah. know. Like, and it's those things coming together like fucking Voltron. Weezer is not like that. Weezer is it's almost Rivers Cuomo and the Weezers. Yeah, they're not like a Walk the Moon. <laughs> you're, you're classmates. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. I hate that band. I don't give a shit. I'll say it on here. That dude was a dickhead in college. <laughs> You know, no one's gonna listen to this, so no one will know. But you don't know that. You don't know. Who. Well, if if I get in trouble, I'm, I'm sticking by it. That dude was a dickhead. But I'm sorry. It's like if you don't want a song not written by Rivers Cuomo to end up the winner of the Weezer bracket, then don't release these non-Rivers <laughs> songs. Okay. I hate to use these this phrase, but they were asking for it. I yeah. I, this song's just so boring. And I've talked about this like the last time. I really hate Brian's voice on this song. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, it, like, it does sound like Eagle Eye Cherry, though. Yeah. It sounds like Eagle Eye Cherry if they got, like, someone who sounded like Tom DeLong. No, 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 no. Eagle Eye Cherry was one dude. That's his Save name. To, yeah, like Save Tonight, right? Yeah. Wait, that's actually, that's not the name of the band. Like, that was, that, was just that a, is his name. He's Nana Cherry's half brother okay yeah eagle eye was his name i didn't know i did not know he's that. actually and he's still huge in sweden that makes sense like to this day it's really fucked up that brian bell is 49 years old now time is just cruel man i you know. know so you want to hear my note about ruling me sure i took we're going to do this Ruling Me sounds like a song that would play over the credits of a comedy movie with all the characters riding on scooters. Oh, God. So it's like Larry Crown? Yeah, essentially, yeah. That's what it came with. Or it's like if they're playing all the bloopers. Ruling Me is the song they play. Every time I watch a comedy and it ends with bloopers, I know that it's a shitty comedy. Unfortunately, you have to get to the end to learn that. It's like a fake movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like a movie that like basically reminds me that I've just watched a movie immediately. Here's the thing, by the way. I remember when I was a kid, I loved that. Yeah, but you're a kid. But, but also, is like I was curious into the insights of how a movie was made. I loved a lot of shitty movies when I was a kid, too. Well, that is true. We all did. You didn't have taste as a kid. No, I'm sure, yeah. yeah. Ruling Me is a song that should play under that. There's a lot of Weezer songs that are kind of like that. I mean, obviously, there's one that is that, Memories, which plays during the credits of, you know, Jackass 3D. But it plays the opening. No, I think it plays the, at the end. No, I know it doesn't play during the opening credits. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. There's like a, there's like a classic old piece of music, you know. That's set, right, I remember that. Set during the, when they use the phantom camera that's super, for the super slow down, like... Shoots like what, like 120 frames per second or something like that? Yeah. If you search online, there's a uh, a project I helped a guy out with. I don't need, I don't even really know him, but we, we were on the Phantom camera. Yeah. And it was just him like throwing hamburgers on people. <laughs> a hamburger hitting me in the face and it knocks my glasses off. If you can find that, send it to us. Let's see if you can find that. If you can find the footage of me covered in cow's blood. Oh, I'll just post it on our account. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's one of my best performances. It's pretty good. Yeah. 
I mean, it's not your uh, Oscar-nominated performance, but... Uh... They called me yesterday. What? No, they called me Sunday. They called me Sunday. And it's been four years since I've done this, and they've never called me since. They called me on Sunday. Someone with an a- affiliated with AFI asking me if I wanted to participate in another project today as an extra. That's insane. And then I hit up Brian and John immediately, and they also got called. They're, they're scraping the they're bottom scraping of the, the bar, bo- or they bo- just need like... 300 extras but yes it's true guys i will tell for fans the weezer bracket <laughs> i andrew woods was in an oscar nominated short film is that on your imdb no but did i ever tell you what i did to the wikipedia page when i found out it was a uh, oscar nominated i went and checked it out they didn't have any of the a- the actors listed so i immediately edited it and put andrew woods john hendel and brian patchinger <laughs> as the three main actors like on, on the side you know on the side yeah it made it for about 12 hours before I think someone affiliated with looked at it and corrected it and put like the main actors. Like, <laughs> You should just add yourself back, though. I know. But I, I guarantee didn't... you they're not patrolling that. Here's the thing. I didn't lie. No, you are in it. Yeah, I'm totally... I think... I've never actually seen it. John <laughs> John's Hendel saw it, not knowing it was the one we were in. Because, you know, he goes to that... He does that thing every year where he goes to see every Oscar nominated short because they release them, basically, in yeah. theaters. So he does that because he's kind of an Oscar completist. And he's, like, going through halfway through, he's like, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this is the short that we were in for a day that we hated so much. <laughs> it's, like, about... It's, it's set in Afghanistan. It, it's, like, about... A troop coming up, up upon a pregnant woman and taking her in and started having to give birth. But it was basically... You, you're the pregnant woman, of course, right? <laughs> I'm just the soldier in the background. They, and they put on all this gear on me. I was not told what I was like doing. <laughs> I had no clue. So I had to put on all this gear and lug around like a 50-pound gun. It was, it, oh, was, sweet. it was annoying. And like march up and down hills all day. Anyhow, I can't believe I got a call on Sundays <laughs> for extra work so you do it because well no first, i just did it the first time because i was helping out a friend you know i was but I was now like, you're an oscar oscar nominated actor andrew woods <laughs> the best time Through, our I favorite mean, how's that wrong hey nick can want since uh want to talk about our favorite time editing wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> this ties into it this ties into our sponsor of this episode Holly Weed and Kevin Smith. One time, Nick and I decided that it was really funny if we edited it so the Wikipedia page for the English patient just said it was directed by Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I think that made it 30 minutes, maybe? About that, yeah. Who was checking the, the Wikipedia page for the English patient that much that they were able to get? I just liked him as if I said, oh, time to look up my favorite movie, The, <laughs> the English, English Patient. patient. What? <laughs> <laughs> who did we put as the actor i think we just <laughs> i mean it makes sense that we put jason Hughes <laughs> yeah, i don't know but i thought we just changed the director i do that we just i know we changed the director to kevin smith <laughs> <sighs> that rule that was ruled i mean me that look, we're, we're right he ghost directed it let's be fair <laughs> it was a mirror max movie I was off of the success of Clerks are like, yo, we got to get this guy to Tunisia. <laughs> Poor Anthony Manuel. He had just like died <laughs> pretty recently after that. He had, he died he died a while ago. Yeah, like when that happened. No, he was he had been dead for a few years oh, okay. before that. Oh, well, we were on the memory. Yeah, he died like 2010. I want to say something 2011. Might have been around then. Yeah, 
then we did that. Oh, no, no, we did that like two or two years, two or three years ago. <laughs> we were just drinking one night at Little Bar, and we yeah. decided that was really funny. <laughs> it, was, it was really funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. That joke said that joke holds up. <laughs> Anyhow, did you know that uh, Brian and Pat were featured in the movie Factory Girl? No, I really like that movie. Yeah, too. basically, Pat was John Cale in it actually. I mean, I guess I guess Brian would have been some other oh, member. Oh, Brian was Lou Reed. Yeah, Brian was playing Lou Reed. I don't think they say anything in that movie, but it's been a while uh, since I've seen it. No, apparently they collaborated on a cover of uh, a heroine for the movie, though. What? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if this is, exists. I, this I'm extremely into. Let's search for Brian Bell heroine. <laughs> see what comes up. <laughs> Oh, actually, that comes up right quick. Hold on. Let, I'm going to take a break to look at this. All right. So uh, we just listened to the supposed Brian Bell, Pat Wilson cover of Heroin. It sounds like... It sounds like a, something inspired by Heroin, but it's not Heroin. It sounds like a Brian Jonestown Massacre B-side. Yeah, which is a lot of them trying to do like Velvet Underground stuff. Honestly, it sounds like if you go see them live when they start fucking around. And they play for like 10 hours straight? Yes. <laughs> it feels like Anton's on a calm night, and they're just going to play music instead of fight the audience. And that's what you get. Anyhow, you want to vote? Yeah. I'm voting for Thought I Knew. Thought I Knew is a very bad song. Ruling Me, I've already forgotten what it sounds like. He's also listened to it like three times since we started this, yeah. trying to remind himself. So it's not like he's like... This is not a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and just my whole like thing got me thinking about, you know, like Larry Crown credits and shit like that. So I'm going to say uh, no thank you to rule, uh, Ruling Me. So, so we got to call someone again? Yeah, we got to call someone. Let's try him again. God damn it. All right. We're trying Fidel again. We're going to see what happens. Why do we keep on doing this to ourselves? All of this is, all of this, all of this. Why do we keep doing this to ourselves? We're calling Fidel. For some reason. There goes one ring. Hello? What the what? fuck? Holy shit. <laughs> Your phone works? Uh, yeah. Fidel, this is the Weezer bracket. Have you heard of it? I, I've, 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 uh, might have heard a mention of it or two on Twitter. Or your fucking voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> we were about, to, we were just about to like leave your number in the edit. You guys were about to dox me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't think anyone would call it since it's clear that you don't answer. So. Or that I, I don't really exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, What's up, guys? Hey. What's up? Hey, Fidel. What's you up to now? Hey, Andrew. Are you, are hey. you in a uh, World Cup hangover? Do you miss it already? Uh, I do. I just, yeah. I mean, I don't know what to do with my mornings, you know. I, I mean, other than be at work, but, yeah. you know. Have I told you I'm uh, boycotting the uh, World Cup now? Weren't you always boycotting the World Cup? Yes, but uh, this time it's because I saw a French player had the audacity to wear off-whites. <laughs> I mean, if you were going to destroy a pair of off-whites like that, you might, you might as well just spit in the face of God. I mean, but isn't that the most baller move to destroy a pair of off-whites after winning the World Cup? 
No, the most baller move is to do a Weezer bracket. (laughs) That's true. That is true. Man, so Andrew, since I I haven't talked to you in a while, so I'm really curious. God, you're going to ask me about LeBron, aren't you? I'm like, I'm sad. I mean, I'm he, not too hard. He's very sad. He spent five hours at Blaze Pizza the other day. No, I'm really, I was real sad today that the Cavs waved Kendrick Perkins. That was the real, that was the real heartbreaker. I thought we were wow. really going to start rolling since we got rid of the dead weight. <laughs> wow. But I mean, like. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I mean, he gave you guys a championship. He gave us a championship. And, um, he gave us four years, a great year. That's literally more than any other Cleveland athlete has ever done for Cleveland. And Jim Brown did it. <laughs> He's also. I mean, in your lifetime. <laughs> that's true. He's also pointed out to me, since now he's on the other side of it, how much it is fun to watch LeBron's tampering and his manipulations just tear down an organization. Oh, from it's the really inside. fun. It's been really fun watching this t- Lakers team assemble. I'll tell you that. Like, like pulling together JaVale McGee, Lance Stevenson, and Rondo as your first moves is pretty amazing. I was that a willful like was that willful like his decision? Apparently so. I, yeah. I I don't know if they were his decisions, but he signed off on it. Yeah, he definitely signed off. Um, on it. Yeah, you don't you don't do that after you get LeBron without him signing off on Especially it. Especially since he could have always still opted not to sign the contract. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. Well, it should be fun. It should be a spectacle at the very least. I, like. said, I will totally root for the Lakers when they're if, when they're playing the uh, Warriors in the playoffs if they if it comes to that. that. That's not happening. But I just feel like. LA sports has gotten really exciting in the last like two years. Yeah, they know? got rid of Austin Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say with the Rams, you know, being good and Dodgers are always know, good, and also the LAFC, which I know Nick, you were there opening opening game. <laughs> I so mean, was... we call it the club. <laughs> the club. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, yeah, you guys caught me um, watching Mulholland Drive. I've actually never seen this movie in, in its entirety. Oh, like really? I've always, yeah, I've always meant to, but for whatever reason, I always fall asleep okay. in the middle of it. I so I figured I'd start, start it early. So, well, you know. Anyhow, yeah. how's, it, how's it working for you? Thumbs up, thumbs down? Are you unsighted? It's it's happening. Yeah, <laughs> it. I'm just letting it wash over me. There you go. You're going to chase it with some Inland Empire after this? <laughs> I actually saw that last week. You saw Inland Empire last week? Oh my god! Yeah. I haven't seen you it for okay? a decade. Yeah, no, it's it's I'm, it's just summer heat, man. It's dude, I'm a do crazy things. Dude, I'm a Lynch defender, and I can't defend that movie. I mean, you know, I. I've always kind of never really been a fan, and then for whatever reason, I saw Elephant Man, and I was very moved by it. By like since like the first time I saw it, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna give it another try, and you know, it's been hit or miss. Inland Empire is not the one to give it. Hey, you know what this scene needs? Another close up of Laura Dern's face <laughs> <laughs> with the worst like digital cameras ever. Yeah. Oh my God. So. So hey, we have a podcast. A, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little nervous because I feel like I might be out of my depth, but you know, I'm gonna give it a no, give it a go. So you get to decide using any metrics at all, and we've had some people who knew the songs. We had some people who didn't know the songs. Uh, it is basically. 
provide an answer. We don't really care what the answer is, you know, or how you get there. You just have to give one. So the two songs. So the first song is Thought I Knew off of the Red Album. And then the second song is Ruling Me off of Hurley. Do you know either of those songs? I do not know either of those songs. Okay, then you can That's... you can figure out how either way yeah. how you want to pick it. Okay, so I have to pick which one's worse. Yes. So I'll give you a little background. Okay. Th- Thought I knew was written by Brian Bell, so it's not even a Rivers song. No, oh, wow. So it's already automatically points against it naturally. And then ruling me is. Nothing really interesting about. Oh, it was co-written by the dude, the semi-sonic dude. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the dude who wrote like you know, closing time. He's the co-writer on that song. Oh yeah, no, wow, okay, wow. I mean, I, I would have figured that uh, Rivers's algorithm, you know, didn't necessitate you know a co-writer. Oh yeah, he said it basically doesn't. <laughs> but he's had so many co-writers, yeah. And none of them have found have become a really good relationship. He's never found his Lennon McCartney situation, <laughs> or McCartney right. Lennon, just depending how you see it. I just, I mean, just based on whatever little like knowledge I have of those two albums, I'm just gonna go with the one in the Red Album being the worst. You know, just because I feel like that's so late into Weezer. I again, I, I sort of dropped off after Maladroid. I mean. Hurley's even later, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, after Maladroid, I kind of... And then I think it goes, Make Believe was after. Yep. And, Make then, Believe. And, then my, and then after that, it's just like... It goes the Red Album. I never bothered to, it go, it to goes, pick up. It goes the Red Album, and then it goes Ratitude, and then it goes Hurley. And then there are other albums after that. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. Hey, the, the one before the last one they released, we are super high on. You should, you should check that it's out, the White, White Album. Oh, yeah? We're big fans the, of the, most, the latest one? No, one before the latest one. The latest one wasn't bad, but the White Album is really good. Is it? Yeah, like, except for the in, single. In terms, so if you, were, if you were to to sort of like on a scale of, I don't know. I think it's their third Maladroit. best album. It's like, it's at least like green Maladroit level good. To maybe even a little bit okay. better. Yeah, yeah. it's That's better than bad. Yeah. It's more consistent than green, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Really? I, I actually really like green a lot. Yeah, well, we tried yeah. to call you for a, for two green song uh, matchups. Uh, but no. you, we, we, we were, so let's actually ask you this since it's an interesting. <laughs> yeah, What's, why are you so important? What are you doing? That? Okay. So if you had to pick the worst song between Oh Girlfriend and Smile, what would you have picked? Oh, smile! I love a girlfriend. Okay. What the fuck is wrong with? You? Anyhow, the person who the person did pick smile, so same 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 out, result, same out result. There you go. It's like it's it just goes to prove that I am so inconsequential. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. So wow. so we're picking uh, we're picking thought I knew then thought I knew thought All I right. knew moves on. All right then, Fidel. Thank Fidel. you. Fidel, Helen, you, we got you. I mean, promote something. What you got to plug, man? Uh, I mean, you know, subscribe to your local, you know, newspaper. You know, journalism matters, guys. L.A. Times. Yeah. All, right. All right then. L.A. Times. You may have heard of it. <laughs> All right. Talk to you guys later. All See right. you, man. Bye, Fidel. You going to El Segundo now? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't. I have to get a new car and everything. It's oh my god, you're gonna get a car! <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, you know, I I'm from Texas, so naturally I drive a pickup truck. You know, and uh, the drive to where I live to El Segundo is not exactly the 
shortest distance and uh, gas isn't exactly cheap so yeah man adulting i guess yep yeah that's, by taking yeah. on more debt oh, i love it yeah you, you can't win in this world no no you can't and on that note <laughs> i mean look the, the weezer bracket is us continually losing so you know we know <laughs> it's a metaphor for life Hey, how, yeah. Fidel, thank you. People, Thanks, th- man. We had people who th- thought you did not exist. Yeah, no, it's funny because I, uh, you know, I, I've there, I'll admit there have been times where I've seen either of you guys calling. Yeah. And I could have answered the phone, you know, but I was probably grabbing a drink or something. Yeah. You know, so. All right. Thank you, Fidel. All right. All Thanks, right. man. Have a good one. Have a good day, guys. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right, that was Fidel. He exists. He does exist. So thank you very much. Uh, now we can stop calling him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. So uh, thought I knew goes on. Thought I knew. Well, I thought I that. No, wait. <laughs> I thought I knew what Fidel would pick. <laughs> no, I actually had no idea. I had no clue. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I thought he wouldn't know the songs. And he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> You haven't been much better for the smile. <laughs> uh, old girlfriend around, but we got to talk to him about that anyhow. Well, we got to talk to him, period. Yep. So this is a, this look, this is one of the few successes of the Weezer bracket. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Another day, another bracket. Hi, huh, Andrew. It's over. This episode, at least. This episode. We still got some more, but hey, guess what? One more episode, and we are out of the second round. I know. It is short. And talk about and talk about ending things. The Fidel saga is and finally over. We are finally free of this. <laughs> There's just like a real weight that's been lifted off my shoulders. I feel so renewed. I feel like I can actually take on the rest of the bracket now. It's like that Until feeling I look on the It's songs. like that feeling of taking a huge dump. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't think you're going to win over Fidel's uh, affections when you I'm compare not saying, I'm not saying... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying Think like, before you speak, man I'm not saying I was taking a huge shit I'm saying Everyone knows how great that feeling is It is a wonderful, wonderful feeling. feeling Yeah I think he'd even agree with that But you're basically saying that he was the shit <laughs> But you're Especially as you said we're, I am free of him I'm not using that metaphor. I'm not using him being the shit as the metaphor. I'm using the metaphor of the feeling of after taking the shit. I think you really could have picked better. <laughs> <laughs> but we could not have picked better because this week we have picked automatic smile. We are all on drugs and thought I knew. Uh, four songs that absolutely deserve to go onto the sweet 16 level of the bracket where competition is going to be fierce i know it's gonna be insane anyhow what do we got coming up next next week we have time flies versus heart songs Ooh. we have the other way versus thank god for girls we have da vinci versus let it all hang out oh man and we have dreaming versus no other one there's one of those songs that does not will not make it out of the next round of the bracket. I could say what right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think everyone knows which one I'm talking about. Yeah. And what a song for it to be up against. I know. <laughs> Anyhow, 
This wow. Is, this, this has been uh, Andrew. Uh, this is Nick. And thank you for listening. Thank you. See you next week. On the Weezer Bracket. All the Weezer songs, we are claiming fair use uh, for purposes of discussion, and you should look back because there's a lot of discussion about these, so there you go. But the intro music is by Alvoro Kid, and we downloaded it from hooksounds.com, Creative Commons with Attribution, so there you go. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and see you next week. Oh, I would also like to give a shout out to Spence Nicholson for helping us with the art. Yeah. Oh, he's real happy about that. And giving it and letting us record in your house. Thank you, Spence. Thanks, Spence. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.